1: The names Hall, Dante Hall, Nets Nation. We got three new players joining the squad. Jamal Crawford, Michael Beasley, and some of you were talking about DeMarcus Cousins, but we went another way. We're not going with the boogeyman. We're going with uh, Mr. Hall, Dante Hall. Um, I have to say I feel pretty, pretty mixed about it. I don't know. Exactly how, actually, I shouldn't say I don't know exactly. I think I do know exactly how my partner thinks. Uh, Mr. Darboos, join me. What? What's the, give me some takes. Give me some takes here. Because I think mine are, in classic fashion, going to be a little more mild than yours.
2: I, I think an organization has to have principles. I've been upset this entire week. I am the biggest Sean Marks fan in Brooklyn. That is not controverted. That is not a question. That is real. So when I tell you, Brooklyn Nets, we are in trouble, we are in trouble. But I'm not gonna I I'm not going to i am not going to hog the mic. I'm not gonna hog the mic. I have a partner. His name is Sam Lachow. Sam. Please tell me why I am tripping. Alright. So this is why I think you're tripping. So in my
1: opinion, they could have gone they could have gone in two two ways. They could have gone the G League route, or they could have gone the let's get veterans and let's do some scoring, etc. Mm-hmm. They did a little bit of a, of a of a hybrid, and they've already missed out, as you've eloquently said both on Twitter and on this podcast, on some decent G League guys that I think in the past, an old Sean Marks, a younger Sean Marks, maybe a little bit more hungry and trying to prove himself Sean Marks, would have been all in on. Like what he did with Dinwiddie and, and Harris and what he could have done about your favorite non-Nets player, Christian Wood. Oh. But – with all that said, I think it is pretty clear that for the purposes of this year and this team, they needed some other guys that could put the ball uh, in the basket. And Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley can do that. And Dante Hall, and if I'm saying his name wrong, I apologize, he um, – he looks like he's kind of the stretch five um, that this team needs with DeAndre Jordan out with Claxton out and he seems like he's got a bigger body than Jared Allen, so I'm happy about that. but all in all, I think what what shouldn't go under the radar and this is where I think you know we've spent a lot of time talking about uh, Jacques Vaughn uh, on this podcast and Look, Jacques is going to have to prove something right now because if the Nets are going to kind of act, which I think they kind of have like – I mean they're they're kind of playing for whatever and they're not really playing with anything to lose, then they better give guys like Kourouks a lot of minutes. They better see what they have in Chioza because one thing I do know is that if guys like Jamal Crawford and Michael Beasley, who are not quote-unquote assets for this team – if they're not, if they're hogging up all the minutes from some of the younger guys who need this moment to really like shine and try to show what they have when they when they're the quote unquote guy, a la Lavert, a la Jared Allen, a la Kurucs, a la Chioza, uh, all that all that, they. Uh, I don't want to see Jamal. I don't want to see a lineup of Jamal Crawford and Beasley getting uh, getting 35, 37 minutes, whatever it is, because that's not what this is about. So that's why. Sam, I... Sam,
2: Sam, Sam. Yeah, Michael Beasley is suspended for five games. We signed the player who is suspended for five games, and you got to excuse me. I'm drinking margaritas. (laughs) My wife made some contraption that she poured in a glass. It had a whole entire little, like this little tiny bottle of tequila in it. She poured it into lime popsicles and (laughs) she blended it and she gave it to me. And she said, Eve, you go out and talk about the Nets. After you drink this. Because Sean Marks is doing less. Drink <laughs> this margarita. Mixed with popsicles. Lime. Popsicles. Drink it. Call your friend Sam LaChild. Record your podcast. And tell them your feelings. And my feelings say. Sean Marks is not good at his job. Excuse me. I know everybody on Nets in Nets land is scared of me. I mean, not scared of me. She hates me because (laughs) I am willing to say what none of them not Nets Daily not any of the podcasts Mm. Not anyone who in the net's sphere of influence is willing to say. And it's that Sean Marks has not done his job well. Now, mind you, Sam, you are my partner in this front office podcast. (laughs) We're doing this together. I don't want to hog the microphone. But I want to say I'm not happy. I don't like this. I don't like this it's... loser attitude, Sam. Am I am I tripping, Sam? Please tell me if I'm tripping. So, why no, should I be excited?
1: This is why this is why I think you're you're tripping right now. This is what I'm gonna I'm gonna say. <sighs> Sean Marks had a mandate when he got this team about four years ago to make this team into a contender and in the in the last four years he has taken them from one of the worst bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the bottom of the the, the the nba trenches to in a position this coming year where they absolutely should be an eastern conference finals and finals contender and because of that because of that, when you look at the assets going up and down, and I know that you have very specific feelings about Kyrie and even um, KD, but this team, and you know it and I know it, has, has two top 10 to 12 level guys, including KD, who's a top two guy if he's healthy. This team has Levert, it's got Dinwiddie, it's got Harris, and know what some of those guys may get moved and when and, and when those moves happen we can judge it but for right now we got the we have those pieces we also have Jared Allen we also have DeAndre Jordan we also have Garrett Temple we also we have there's a lot and you can only play so many guys at once so i understand that you've you've had some issues with with what he's done and i have as well with what he's done at the at the four slot but right now in this moment where we were in the middle of a, of a pandemic and where the Nets seem like they are and uh, all the health and all the love to all the Nets players and obviously everybody who's been affected by this. But as we're talking about the Nets, the Nets seem to be the quote-unquote sickest team. And I don't mean that in a, 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 in a complimentary fashion. I mean, this like this team is scraping right now. And a lot of guys have also already gotten signed because people have dropped out. And there were even even moves that happened during the uh, during this last like three or four month hiatus, and so it's it's hard for me to really get that upset because I don't think he's I don't think Marks has truthfully truthfully missed on anything that strong yet at this point. And to your point about Beasley, about he suspended for the f- five of the first eight games, I don't think any any guy that you would have signed really was gonna was was gonna play that. Major of a of a role right now. Like I know that they're incredibly thin, but I have to I tell you,
2: I don't really. Disagree. I
1: agree. I don't even think I, I like. Like, do you do you even want Beasley playing that much? Like, I'd no, wait. Right I,
2: I don't even know how Beasley was an okay signing. If I'm if I'm Sai, if I'm our leader Sai, our communist China leader Sai. I'm firing Sean marks on the Beasley signing alone Wow because here's is the thing and I'm and and don't forget I've been drinking margaritas <laughs> my wife took lime popsicles and she blended it with tequila and then she told me go paint her brownstone I listen I'm a husband. I just do what my wife tells me. But nonetheless, my point is, Sean Marks went out and signed players who are 40 years old. Uh, Jay Crossover is 40 years old. Sean Beasley Excuse me. (laughs) What the hell is his name? Excuse me. Michael. Michael Beasley is a shit player. He's a talented player. But because he's got all this other stuff going on in his world, he smokes way too much marijuana. He is a shit player. He is on the Brooklyn Nets. You know why he's on the Brooklyn Nets? Because Sean Marks does not plan. The beginning of the season, and my tweets will support this. I said, how are you starting this season with Torian Prince at the power forward? A position he has never played in his life. He is a small forward. A college shooting guard. Where is this concept of putting these six foot seven and below players guarding these big wings? And when I say big wings, I'm not talking about seven foot wings. We have a seven foot wing, I'm talking about Paul George. I'm talking about Harry Giles. I'm talking about the players who are 6 foot 10 and above who when they were in AAU they played like they were shooting guards. The NBA has evolved, Sam, my friend. But Sean Marks has not evolved with the NBA, and it causes me a lot of stress.
0: But don't Keep you
2: think? Sorry, no, no. No, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, I was just gonna say. But don't. But like, I don't. I don't. I don't disagree about about what you said about Tory and, uh About Torian Prince, but I mean, this year, whether we like it or not, and I. And I agree with you, and I, we've talked about this. That Mark's clearly given that KD was, um, given that KD wasn't playing this year, this seemed like this was a general kick the can down the road, feel out year. And a lot of people, I know, um, your former one time co host Evan Roberts doesn't like the whole like wasting a season or whatever. But the truth is, is like you're playing without your best guy and you know that your best guy's not going to be there. The season is just going to – the season is just going to feel weird and it's going to be a little bit uh, uh, – things are going to be in motion and feel like they're kind of out of sorts the whole year. And the truth is, is that this year from the get-go, from the moment that the NBA season started and – Irie got hurt and Lavert got hurt and the pandemic happened and Atkinson got fired. And now there's like seven different guys that aren't going to Orlando. This season has been a, in an NBA season that is as bizarre and weird as any of them in the past, this is this, the Nets probably take the cake of having the weirdest season within this weird season. And that's basically to say that I think it's, I think it's tough to get on marks about this position when I think he was still kind of feeling out stuff like the Torian prince trade was a was and and the and Torian prince generally that move as we know was made to clear the cap space and to and and they gave up that pick to clear the crab
2: contract and, and so they have, and they could and, have cut they could have just cut Torian Prince they could have got gotten, gotten they, rid of them and I, I'm he, I'm not saying that that's what you do.
1: But he's still, but 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 the thing is, is that but the thing is that he is still a quote unquote. I know that he didn't have a great year this year, but he's still an asset because he's a because he's a fairly long wing that's a streaky shooter that's young, and he and and that's what Marks is in the game to do. And the truth is, is that and and we've spoken about this about this both on and off the air. And Marks is going to go into next season. And this I really think for Nets fans and, and, and for Nets Nation that is or is not listening. This is something that cannot go understated. Marks is going to go into next year with hopefully two superstars that are healthy along with uh, – and, and let's assume they sign back Joe Harris because it seems like that they've been willing to go into luxury tax. And, and and they're either going to have a third star, which like we'll see who that who that person is. Or they are going to have an an, uh, an unbelievably deep team of of guys that also are assets. Like I know that a lot of people like think that, like because because the Nets are always as we know are always kind of in trade rumors and so there's kind of fatigue about the Nets assets. But like people want Karis Levert, people want Spencer Dinwiddie, Torian Prince is an asset. This is not this is not the Billy King era when we had multiple guys on the roster at one time who were absolutely untradeable. Nick Claxton is an asset. The Nets have the Nets have all their picks, and if this and, and and if and when they lose their pick this year, assuming they make the playoffs, they'll have a pick next year that they'll be that that they'll get back, um, that they'll that'll roll over, and and that they'll have. And so, it's hard for me right now because I think Marks has a ton of puzzle pieces, and he's and it's hard for him to figure out what's the move because he hasn't even seen what what even the bare bones is supposed to be right now because of injuries and and what's gone on this year.
2: Sam, none of this is going to work because of a lack of leadership. Let me tell you something. My, My perspective comes from doing business. My perspective comes from looking at a startup and going, should I give this person money to grow this business? And for me, I would not give Sean Marks a dollar to grow this business and here's why. He is clouded in his concepts. He believes in things that he thinks are analytics Like small ball. Small ball goes out the window when there's a Giannis in your conference. Giannis is going to the basket. And when he goes to the basket, he's going to score on a 75% clip and above. This pace and space shoot three pointers and not grab any rebounds system that Sean Marks is doing, it's not gonna work. And for me, I'm looking at this whole Orlando thing as the beginning of understanding of what Sean Marks acumen as a GM is. I think he signed Sean I think he signed KD and Kyrie and said you know what? My job is done here. I've got these superstars. Let them figure it out from here. And that is not good enough. But see,
1: this is where I'm going to push back, though. So, so I think I think the the issue that the that you're speaking to, and I totally totally get it. But to a certain extent, and this is this kind of alludes a little bit to. Um, I believe what we had, what we spoke about last week. But it, it, Marx is in a a really, really. I think Marx is actually in a much tougher spot than he actually gets credit for. Than he actually gets credit for, it, even though it's like he's in a tough spot. There's no, there's no denying that. Because he's because he made every single move to get them to a point, as you've eloquently stated, that they signed. Arguably the two most talented people that have ever been, worn a Nets uniform.
2: No, that has ever Except- been players as New York City basketball players.
1: Right, as right, ever right, 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 right. Kyrie exactly.
2: Irving is more talented than Clyde the Glide Flasier. I don't care what anybody says. He's a champion. He's won it all. He's played with Earl the Pearl. But Kyrie Irving is better than him. The only problem with that is Kyrie Irving is an asshole. Excuse me. But, you can finish so here, your point.
1: But so here's my but so okay. here's my but, but so here's my my issue is that Marks knows because he's been he's a player in this league and he has and he is coaching in the biggest sport sports market and the biggest market in the country. He knows and he's also coaching in the only league where the – where and you know, I'm, I'm all for player empowerment. He's in the one league where the players can get a, a manager – I'm sorry, a coach, a GM, a scout, uh, a guy who works uh, in the concessions fired in a second. And so he's he has to delicately balance both his interest in analytics and smart trades because, look, he – the, the guy isn't. The guy isn't an idiot. The guy got us to this point to get these two guys because of legitimately making a gazillion smart moves. He's wrong, wrong,
2: wrong. He, wrong, he, he, got, wrong. he got I gotta down. stop you there. I gotta stop he you got there, Fell
1: down on some stuff like Tyler Sam, Johnson and Otto Porter.
2: Sam.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Sam. He has been the worst anal- analyst. Of front court players of anyone in the league. Let's start from the beginning. Sean Marks signed Andrew Nicholson. He was a poison pill in the trade that cleared the cap space. But we signed him. He joined our team. No, but they got a pick in that
1: they got a but they got a pick in that deal. That was the whole point of that deal. Okay. That was uh-huh. that was the that, that was the Bogdanovich trade. That like I mean I mean that was a that that was the right move.
2: Okay. Then why did we sign Booker? Then why did we sign after Booker, we signed uh, Travion Graham, to play power forward. I do not trust a general manager who looks at the landscape of the NBA and goes, "You know what? I'm going to start Torian Prince at power forward. You should be fired if you decided that Torian Prince should start at power forward." That's But my- he
1: also but, uh, but 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 here's the thing. He also has basically the the three and four spot spot on the Nets because mm-hmm. Let's be clear. He's done a good job at, at point guard slash shooting guard, and the Jared Allen pick, which I really didn't like at the time, has also turned out to be a really good pick. I
2: hated I hated that 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 draft, but I but just, love Jared Allen, and I've apologized and said, Sean Marks, you deserve all the kudos in the world for signing Jared Allen. I wanted OG Anunobi. So did I. Right. And,
1: but but here's the one thing he the, the the position of the three slash four that we've been talking about a lot of that over the last couple of years has basically been plugged in with all the guys that he's had to take on as salary in order to get p- picks back you're talking about a Damari Carroll you're talking about a Torian prince like these are like like th- that position has basically and uh, I mean, look, the Trevor Booker deal, I don't really care that much about it. It was a two-year deal, and I actually thought Trevor Booker... I mean, maybe you dislike him more than I do. I, I didn't think he was that you know, bad of a net.
2: Trevor but, Booker is the best of all the Nets' power forwards, and that alone should tell you how shit Sean Marks has been. But go ahead. I digress.
1: You but, but, but make my, your but point. So, but, so my, but so my thing is, like, he's... like look, to a certain extent I told I totally agree with what you're with what you're saying. But it, it, look look, it would be insane for me to come up here and say, uh, Eve, like uh, uh, Marx is Marx is unreal at getting forwards. You'd be like, dude, like shut the fuck up. Like I like 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 how much are you drinking the Kool-Aid right now? <laughs> but but so so that I'm not gonna do. But what but what I do think is I think you're 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 picking at some of his smaller moves when like he's proven to be a good drafter. And the only, the other thing I want to say, and this is the one bailout and this is a a topic that me and you, I know we're going to agree about is, are we sure that we'd be having this discussion right now? If our, uh, our departed coach, Mr. Atkinson had played Kuruks more because Kuruk's like was this pick that like like I was at the draft for it and I had no idea who the fuck he was and I the second round is, is 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 to a certain extent hilarious to be at if you ever go to the NBA draft because you're basically seeing guys get picked and the videos that they show are basically they're like middle school and high school like uh YMCA uh videos mm-hmm. and but like but Kuruk's, I was like I don't know what this is it's probably a stash whatever and me and you both, I think, think more highly of Kurucs than I think our departed coach did, and so and that's why you know, I'm curious. To, you know what's I, funny
2: about Kurucs? Lay it on. We we love Kourouks. That is a Sean Mark's pick. He doesn't love Kurucs. He doesn't. Or Atkinson did. I I don't know. I'm confused now. Let's 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 look back. Let's look back. I'm gonna name some names. And you tell me, Sam, if this was a good signing by Sean Marks. You ready? I'm ready. Luis Scola. Yeah, not good. Not good, right? Nope. Justin Hamilton. Not good. That was a that was a dump. That was a salary dump, though. Okay, fine. Andrew Nicholson.
1: Er- yeah, not not good.
2: Quincy Acey. Not good. Anthony Bennett. Yeah, not good. Forgot that I have Dante Cunningham.
1: Uh, him, I actually liked more. I thought they should have used
2: used him more. But yeah, know what? You know, that, what? That, you but know what? Something right there. I'm not necessarily mad at Dante Cunningham but he's <laughs> not in the league anymore. Yeah. Jacob Wiley. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> not good. Not good. Uh,
1: Wilson Chandler. Uh, no, that 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 pick's been a that that signing's been a disaster, in my opinion.
2: Okay, and he quit on a team. He said, I've got elderly grandparents, I'm not gonna give them the coronavirus. I'm quitting on a team, I'm not going, even though I'm a basketball player, I have privilege, and I basically am gonna get health care that is beyond what everyone else in America is gonna get. Meanwhile, the B44 bus. Just passed my house and the driver is still driving. But what? Wilson Chandler, he can't play basketball because he's afraid of getting the coronavirus. Excuse me. Torrey and Prince.
1: Uh, Sam you know, I'll 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 be kind and say the jury's still out, but I'm I but I, I, have, no, I have No
2: No 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 and Prince is shit, Sam. I have not been impressed. He is shit. He is a good backup small forward, and we gave him a long-term contract. I am sorry. Sean Marks has to be responsible for the entire team. And he has a blind spot. His blind spot is called power forward, and it's because he is the last team in the NBA that still believes in small ball besides the Houston Rockets. Do the Houston Rockets look like they're gonna win any NBA championships in any time soon, Sean Mark? I mean, excuse me, Sam. I'm so <laughs> mad at Sean Marks. I'm naming him you, <laughs> Sam. Do the Houston Rockets seem like they're on the precipice of winning the championship?
1: Uh, no, I would I would say they're they gonna miss the cut, but they have but they have created something nice, and they listen.
2: If you but it's have, most. If you have Harden, you can create something nice. But can you win a championship playing like the Houston Rockets? That's the question.
1: Uh, I mean, uh, they were a Chris Paul injury away from almost being KD's Warriors.
2: No, they they weren't. You don't think so?
1: I think they basically had it.
2: The Houston Rockets are shit. They're shit because they take high-risk shots. Right, which we are rewarded for because you get three points for high risk shots. But if you could be seventy five percent from two point range, which Torrey and Prince can't do, Louis Sculler can't do, Justin Hamilton can't do, Nicholson can't do, Anthony Bennett can't do. Dante Cunningham can't do, Jacob Wiley can't do, Wilson Chandler can't do, Torian Prince can't do. That's a lot of power forwards for us to look at and say, you know what, Sean Marks, you suck (laughs) at picking power forwards. Now, everyone wants to be mad at me on Nets Twitter. They all want to be angry and say, Eve, why are you talking mean about Sean Marks? He got us Kyrie and KD. If you went to my seven-year-old son and you said, Trey, Trey, who should the Nets sign to build a good team? He would say LeBron, and then you would say, LeBron is not available. Then my son would go, okay, give me Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. Because it doesn't take someone Who is good enough at their job to be paid millions of dollars to do it. To understand that Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are very, very good players. My problem with it is. Understanding that Kyrie Irving is the player that he is. And understanding that Kevin Durant just came off of an Achilles injury. Why would you... Ever think that the Brooklyn Nets would be better suited with Kevin Durant coming off of this Achilles injury, banging in the post as a power forward. That is crazy talk. And that is what Sean Marks wants us to believe. But, I... you... but see, I'm I'm gonna push back on you because
1: I think because I think if if um, look, KD played four and five in the the four slash five a decent amount in in uh in gold I mean in Golden State and I guess in in OKC it was a little more three because of Adams and Ibaka but like I mean in Golden State for sure he was playing the four and five I don't really think he ends up having a bang that much because he like I mean the the way that the NBA plays right now it's like he's not getting matched up with Reggie Evans he's getting matched up with other type stretch. Three and four and uh, and four type guys. So like he's not, you know what I mean. He's like sure, like like sure. I mean, is is it possible that he'll have to get matched up with like a an like an Aaron Gordon type or a or a Blake Griffin type? Like maybe, like maybe, and, and that and, and that could happen. But a lot of teams do go in in uh with with that type of uh, smaller-ish ball, high high high, te- high up tempo uh, offense. And so because of that, it doesn't it. It doesn't it doesn't scare me as much. Look, your point is still beyond valid. Like, I mean, Marks has not done a good job at the three or four, and I and I can't really defend it. To me, it's just not like dispositive of him being bad, even with some of the signings that I don't think have been have been good. But I think that's why I think this summer is is such a such a big one. It's kind of like it's a little bit how, um, it's a little bit how a lot of people saw last summer for the Jets. As this is the big tell-all summer because they actually have they actually have money they actually have um they they actually had like uh their their picks they were finally out of the terrible cap situation they were in it's like and it's like what did they make of it and it's like last summer the nets had their first like kind of relatively like clean summer in about four or five six years and they fucking hit a home like a uh, hit a quote unquote home run for the most part and now sh- this is Marx's second clean summer of. Of seeing what to do, which is why it doesn't like I'm still I'm still totally like f- like floored by everything that that, uh, that he's done. And the other thing and, and the last thing I will say, by the way, is to your point, I wish that he had um, the only thing I wish he had done, which he didn't do, is I wish he had sold Rondé Hollis Jefferson's value when it was at its peak because it was clear that that guy was never going to be a part of the future.
2: No, I mean, I, I, I don't want to kill Rondé. Because Rondé, I'll see, I'll, I'll, Rondé, I'll Rondé yeah. is what he is. He's a small forward that has good to elite small forward guarding skills. But in the Sean Marks world, Rondé Hollis Jefferson doesn't fit. The problem with the Nets are is this. And it's a very simple problem. People think, "Oh, Eve, you're talking all this weird stuff. You're you you're, you're, you're speaking bad about our team." No, it's my team, the Brooklyn Nets. I care about them on a level that I shouldn't. <laughs> you know what I mean? I shouldn't give a fuck about this team. This is Sean Mark's problem. But I give a fuck. I care. Because on the chest, they wear the name Brooklyn. And it makes me sad when I see Sean Marks making making calculations that are based off of next year. He's basically going, I have Kevin Durant. I have Kyrie Irving. All I have to do is just hold it out. Hold out in this storm. And wait till next year, and everything will be all right. It will not be all right, and here's why. Losing, and don't tell me I don't know about losing. I used to be a Knicks fan, <laughs> right? Until the Brooklyn Nets moved into my borough, where I am from, where I went to elementary school, where I went to junior high school, where I went to ele- where I went to high school. This is my home borough of Brooklyn, New York. And they moved into my borough much in the same way that the OKC Thunder moved into Oklahoma City. And if you're from Oklahoma City and you used to be a Dallas Maverick fan, you should be an Oklahoma City Thunder fan because you got a team. Brooklyn got a team for Sean Marks is not living up to the Brooklyn standard and here is why he basically looks at it and goes I have the very best scorer of the of this generation and that's true Sean Kevin Durant is an incredible scorer Kyrie Irving is an incredible player the best scoring point guard In the NBA. But if you are. The analytics guy. That you say that you are. If you see things in black and white. As it is necessary. To build. A professional basketball team. That will win a championship. You need to be able to see things. In black and white. And Sean Marks is basically going. I have two superstars. I'm fine. I'll wait till next year. And everything will be okay. And you want to know what's wrong with that? What's wrong with that is losing is a cancer. Once you have it in your body, it will spread to your bones. It will spread to your organs. It will spread throughout who you are. Because it's unchecked. And what Sean Marks has done has made it possible for superstars to basically imprint their bad ideas on us. So, you have DeAndre Jordan, who in the NBA was going to give DeAndre Jordan a 4 years deal? Only the Nets.
1: Yeah, but uh, like I can't I but but you can't you can't get mad at I mean that's a move that basically has become like an like a you, you can't even grade it because it's like that's a that was a that was a Katie Kyrie wink wink thing and like that and, and if that's the price
2: of doing business that's the price of doing business. For me, I say winning is a part of your culture. Winning is a part of who you are as a person. The moment that you accept losing you have lost your 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 way but they're,
1: gonna, but, they're but they're not going to be i mean this is now back to i mean look it's not pretty but they are i mean they are making the playoffs
2: two straight years they're I making mean, they're making the playoffs while being four games under 500
1: for sure but but they've also and they've also had but they've also had a a, a million injuries i mean they like i mean they they had they had the guy who they thought was going to play they had a top 11, 12 guy play 20 games. And I, and look, you could say like, well, they even played better without him, whatever it is. I think like a lot of that stuff is, is, uh, it's overrated, but like, but I mean, I mean, they were out, they they were without Levert for some time. They missed Dinwiddie for some time. I mean, like, like they changed coaches, it's coaches in the middle of the year. Like, like, look, I know the East is terrible. I will be the first one to say that it's part of why I like it's
2: For me, it's not about the East. It's about the Nets. It's about what the Nets aspire towards. But
1: well, what makes you think that they that they're that they're like like I don't think that they're condoning a, like a losing attitude. Like they can't help the fact that that Katie and Kyrie are hurt, and then like they have three or four other guys that
2: have coronavirus.
1: Like I mean l- that l-
2: like. L- let me ask you a question: Did we know that Kevin Durant was going to be hurt all year?
1: I mean, I I personally I never thought he was playing this year.
2: Right. So I thought he was never playing this year. We still went out and got Torian Prince as a power forward. Which I think is ridiculous. We still that, bought in David the, Nwaba as a power forward.
1: Nah, he was he was basically signed as
2: a defensive stopper guy and he was playing
1: before uh, before the injury. Another I, injury.
2: I and I liked him. I thought he was very well, good. But he was he, he was guarding the big wing on yep. the other team, and he's only six foot three. David Nwaba is shorter than me. I'm six foot four. I don't even understand how the Nets are signing these players, and then they're going, Oh, we're outsmarting all of the rest of the teams because we're playing small ball. You're not even playing the modern version of small ball, you're playing the Phoenix Suns when Sean Marion. Was the bet one one of the best players on the team? A uh, small ball that's dead.
1: That's but let a- me ask you something: Who besides besides Christian Wood, which I think was uh, like a great point that you made, and someone who you were super high on uh, early on, who else would it like? Who in that three to four range would have you rather like had them get so far that you
2: think he's really really missed out on? They could have they got could Chris have Boucher. Been- they could have got they could have got Aaron Gordon. But that would have been a trade, obviously. Obviously, but still, that was a player that was available to them, and they never showed any interest. And it's because we are so guard-oriented. And that is not where the NBA is at right now. The NBA is at big wings who cannot be stopped. Siakam. Jason Hayward. Um... Let me let me give you some more. Uh, 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 what's the kid from Sacramento? I forgot his name. Just recently drafted, awesome player. I'm not talking about, to... about Harry Giles. Harry Giles <laughs> is a player that the Nets should have tried to trade. You're talking Bagley, you talking? Bagley. If you've got players like Bagley who could shoot long range threes, who could who's deadly in the post, like how do you guard Marvin? Got Gar- Bagley with? Torian Prince. These are the things that are making me mad because Chris Boucher was out there. Chris Boucher is out in to- Toronto. He's he, he's a, a major part of their their team now. But he was available previously. The other one is, is Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, the Orlando has been wanting to trade them to somebody, anybody, because Jonathan Isaacs is their power forward. We are not interested. We are not building a team that is ready to play in this modern NBA. And the modern NBA is about the big wing. Kawhi. Paul George. LeBron. Because where we're talking about playing is rarefied error. And I understand that we have Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant.